0: Calling all patriots. The time is now to take a stance and let your voice be heard. Join us on Unmuzzled Chat Podcast, where we are seeking to improve lives and ensure a better tomorrow. Be a guest on the podcast. Your story matters. Join the community. Support this movement. It is only our futures at stake and children's let's take our muzzles off and unite we are excited to hear from you find us on rumble or any podcast app by searching for unmuzzled chat god bless you all see you soon
1: all right welcome back in this is the clay edwards show we are live in the mac hike of flowwood studios with allison noe this is our whole story Health Hour. Today we're going to be discussing stress and anxiety and I know a bunch of people that could, that sh- if they're not, they should be listening to this episode and I will be sending them the podcast for sure. Today, Allison, how are you?
2: Well, I'm doing much better today but there's a, a reason that I want to talk about this. I had a terrible panic attack this weekend and um, I'll be honest, I haven't suffered from extreme anxiety since before I got sober. So it's been 15 years. I had really bad anxiety in high school. Um, <clears throat> and I actually went to the hospital a couple of times from panic attacks because I didn't know what was going on. And I just thought I couldn't breathe. And so um, anyway, have dealt with it for a long time prior to cleaning up my diet and my lifestyle. Um, so that one that hit me Saturday was rough and I have a lot of theories and just based on what I know about the physiological components of panic um, and hormones and lifestyle and all these things but this is something that I will continue to dig into because I know that so many people experience pretty severe anxiety Um in fact, women in the perimenopause age, so that's usually in your 40s and perimenopause can last anywhere from, you know, one year, two years, three years, all the way up to 10 years. But because of the massive changes in hormones, um, it can create some severe anxiety and that age group has the highest rate of suicide in women. Um, and when I was experiencing what age that, group is that the, the women in the perimenopause age, so in, in your 40s, okay. pretty much, maybe early 50s. Um, but when I was having that panic attack Saturday, it, it's one of those feelings that you would almost do anything to escape. So I, I empathize, and, and I was reflecting on this later and thinking you know, why is this happening? Well, I want to get to the biological root of it because I don't want this to be a common occurrence for me. But also, I know that so many people are dealing with this on a regular basis and it can it can stop your life. You know, your quality of life can just go down the drain. And so I think that...
1: Well, when you stay in fight or flight mode. Yeah. You know, it's a terrible place to be.
2: So I think I... I sometimes need to experience something so that I'm brought back to the severity of it for the individual, because it really ups my drive to help people get to the root of it. And um yeah, so, you know, this will be an ongoing investigation for me and an ongoing topic that we'll be talking about. So I'm not going to come with all the answers today by any means. I'm going to come with a lot of theories and and some of the understanding of um why these things happen and, and what we can do about it. Um, but just know that there's a lot more to be unfolded.
1: All right. So let's just say, for instance, right now, somebody's dealing with just really, really bad anxiety. They're, sh- they're really stressed out today. What are some steps people can take today?
2: So there's so many different forms or layers to stress and anxiety. And one thing that we've got to go back to is that not all stress is bad. Um, we are actually biologically wired to experience stress and these adrenaline surges for a couple of things. So to back up a little bit, um, because I think we can go too far to the, to the other side and think we don't need any stress or we don't need any, you know, surges of adrenaline. And that's not true. So our body actually uses, um, this process to fight off infection, um, also if you think about needing to be alert in certain situations, so, you know, the more defensive training that I do with Tyler, the more situationally aware I become, <clears throat> i stopped at a gas station on the way here and I'm just watching, you know, around me and just notice out of the corner of my eye, someone that was watching me in my every move and I'm five foot three, you know, not. I don't have a, a giant presence. And so I need to be present and aware and that alertness is going to heighten some senses for me. And that's great because what that does is it shuts off or it slows down blood supply to things that don't need blood supply right now, like things like digestion. Um, but what it does is it increases blood flow to my heart and my legs. So if I need to run I've got that blood flow support. And so there are definitely moments um, or times where we need this biological stress mechanism to kick in. Um, There's some really interesting studies on how the same adrenaline response can help you fight off uh, infection and illness. So it's there for a reason. Um, so understanding that helps me in the moments of having it when I don't need it and I'm feeling bad and I feel like maybe I need to go to the hospital. Um It, it, it helps me realize, you know, this is just my body responding to something. I'm not actually going to start breathing. Um, But if we are experiencing a moment of panic, a panic attack, have you ever had one of those?
1: I have. And I remember when I had it, I mean, it, it, it was brought on by uh, lack of sleep and and yep. and, and drugs and partying, mm-hmm. but I remember the next day when it when it started happening, I'd heard about them, so I had the wherewithal to get on the computer and be like, "Why do I feel like I'm dying? Mm-hmm. Am I dying?" And uh, <clears throat> I, in long story short, I, I knew it was a panic attack. I knew it was just brought on by my. It was in my mind. It was not a real thing. Well, that's very real when you're having one, but I wasn't dying. I wasn't gonna stop breathing. But I thought I was. Yeah. And I mean, so I empathize with people who are dealing with a true panic attack and it's not something they're just doing for attention, which Mm -hmm. there's a lot of that out there too, unfortunately. But when somebody's actually having a real one, it's that fight or flight, live or die Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, thought process. And it's tough.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and there are different, like I said, there are different layers. When we think I hear people say all the time, Oh, I'm having an anxiety attack. I'm having a panic attack, but they're just nervous because they're about to have to present something in front of people or, you know, they've got a big test coming up or, you know, um, whatever, that's totally different. But when you were having a physiological response to um, lack of sleep and drug abuse, uh, those are t- two things that will bring on uh, panic attacks very quickly. So and that and, you know, when I was in my former lifestyle, I It it seemed to me that stands to reason why I would have panic attacks. But again, I haven't dealt with this since I've been sober. And so it was, um, it was frustrating for me because I thought I had this licked and under control. And, um, but again, I think it was just because I I need to really be intentional. I, I work with women and help them manage their anxiety, um, and have been quite successful with helping my clients out of it. But it had been so long since I'd been personally affected by it that um there's definitely more I can be doing. Um so there are some breeding techniques that maybe we'll go into after the break that help. Um and there are some supplements that have been shown to help. Um and then, you know, for women it there's there's a lot um that It depends on where you're at in your cycle so um i don't know how much i can go into that on radio but (laughs) generally the week before your cycle we are so low in progesterone and estrogen we have that massive drop that um that's when a lot of women will have pretty severe anxiety um depression among other things so there's a physiological component to it for sure
1: it is you know So there's that on the female side, Mm -hmm. you know, on the male side, I wonder what is something that will bring it on.
2: So lack of sleep for sure. Um, What happens is your brain gets stuck in a loop and it is only able to focus on um, one thing. And it, it's like it can't stretch out. And so you get hyper focused on I can't breathe. Um, and it kind of catastrophize like what's really going on. Um, so lack of sleep for sure, drug use. Um, but also coming off of an SSRI or an antidepressant, um, that is something that, you know, needs to be done under um, doctor's. Uh, supervision Mm -hmm. um and uh, and a lot of the medications that were given to combat anxiety actually increase it exponentially especially if you ever try to get off of them um so and then men um Eating, uh, sugar, you know, taking in too much sugar. So a lot of lifestyle factors can contribute to it. Um, staying in a state of prolonged stress. So there, there are a lot of things that can contribute.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Let's take a break real quick, come back, and let's dive into some ways to prevent it. This is uh, The Clay Edward Show, our weekly whole story health hour with Alice and Noe. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to The Clay Edward Show. This is our whole story health hour with Allison Noe, and this segment is going to be brought to you by Stonington Farm Beef, located right here in, or right down there in Perkinson, Mississippi, but right here in Mississippi, the grass-fed difference, 100% grass-fed, 100% grass-finished, hormone and antibiotic-free, Stonington Farm Beef. They make uh, monthly deliveries up here to the central Mississippi area. So check them out now at Stonnington, with two N's, farm.com. Dot com. I love the way that guy says dot com in the commercial. Stoningtonfarm.com And give Miss Katie Stonington a call, and they'll customize your order for you. Uh, whether you And they, look, no order's too small. If you say, man, I just want to try it. I don't want to commit. You just want a ribeye and a pound of ground beef or whatever other cuts you prefer, they can do that. If you want to get a whole cow custom butchered, you can do that too. So they got all different packages available. Check them out now. I've really been enjoying my Stonington Farm beef, especially the ground beef. I, I It's made me a burger lover again, and just in general, really, really happy with it. I eat so much steak that it's hard to get too excited about steak anymore. Uh, when you live, kind of live a bit of a keto-type, carnivore-type lifestyle, or whole food lifestyle more so than anything, it just, you eat a lot of steak. So I I don't just get all up in arms about steak too much, but this ground beef is uh has been a a very very big surprise to me just how much flavor this stuff has because you realize you know you cook so much flavor out of food mm-hmm. and trying trying this this ground chuck or ground beef I mean it's just it's, it's been a revelation of sorts and I've been really excited with it and you know I'm gonna go out on a limb here and guess that eating healthy can help ease stress and anxiety too?
2: Oh, a million percent. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, in fact, have been thinking all weekend since that happened, okay, do I need to maybe transition into a little bit more carnivore or keto or, you know, really being intentional? Um, anyway, so yeah, when we take in a lot of Processed carbohydrates, things that convert to sugar easily, um, that can increase our risk for experiencing those moments of uh, panic or just kind of elevated anxiety all day long.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, what is it? The plaque in our arteries and stuff, and all that and causes stress. What's what's the other thing that causes lack of sleep causes? It's one of the things that brings on stress. Um.
0: Calling all patriots! The time is now to take a stance, and let your voice be heard. Join us on Unmuzzled Chat Podcast, where we are seeking to improve lives and ensure a better tomorrow. Be a guest on the podcast, Your Story Matters. Join the community, support this movement. It is only our futures at stake and our children's. Let's take our muzzles off. And unite. We are excited to hear from you. Find us on Rumble or any podcast app by searching for unmuzzled chat. God bless you all. See you soon. I see people talking about it all the time. I hear you talking about it all the
1: time. I'm just I'm having a brain fart here, but
2: it'll elevate your cortisol levels. That's
1: the word I'm yep, looking for. Yep, yep. That's the word. Thank you. Yeah. I always want to say cortisone.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, because when you're not sleeping at the time that you should be sleeping, which is at night, um, in fact, you'll see that shift workers, so people that work late night shifts or overnight shifts, um, they have a much higher rate of heart disease, uh, diabetes, you name it, all the chronic diseases that it increases your risk exponentially, um, so, because our bodies were designed to sleep at night, and, and when that's not happening, then this will raise your, uh, biological stress responses. And so you're just constantly churning out cortisol. And, and so you asked earlier what could cause panic attacks or anxiety in men. Um, so, but men and women. So if you have wonky levels of cortisol, so some people, We need a healthy level of cortisol and adrenaline in the morning because that's when we're waking up out of sleep and it takes a ton of cortisol and adrenaline to to take you from a sleep state to a wake state. and but then also that's when we need to be most alert. And then the what's supposed to happen is that your cortisol start it drops as the day goes on. So you don't need a lot of cortisol at night, but you have some people that get such a massive load of cortisol in the morning, and that can make you feel on edge. Well,
1: let me ask this: can or, can the injection of too much caffeine in the mornings create the stressor?
2: So I think that was what. Or was one the of day. the, the, uh, yeah, I think that was one of the factors that played into mine. Yeah, I like uh,
1: that. Do you drink, do you drink energy drinks?
2: I, yes, um, I, that is one of my guilty pleasures. And, um, there's a certain kind that, that I enjoy and, and they are not good for you. <laughs> and so I had, I had a really early morning Saturday and so started out with coffee and then we were out on the range all day. And so I had too much, I had like an energy drink and a half throughout the day and I had some potatoes and just some things that I don't normally eat. Um, and, knowing where I'm at in my cycle and like all these different things. It was just the perfect storm. Um, and so, yeah, I,
1: yeah. I've, I've noticed in the evening times, because that's why when I, if I'm going to work out, I've tried mornings, yada, 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 it's just too early for me in the evening time. So I get off work by six 30. I'm drinking my pre-workout and I try to use a stimulant free one, mm-hmm. but still, you know, whatever, that it gets you wound up. And mm-hmm. I am not a person you want to be around. When I, I'm just not friendly, that's where I work out by myself for the most part. When I take that pre-workout, it, I zone out. And it, it makes my stress levels higher, the whole nine yards. And that's really the – I do drink caffeine. I'll have a five-hour energy here and there. So I, I I think that's where a lot of my stress levels – well, other than I'm, the fact that I'm stressed out. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's actually real things <laughs> that I'm stressed about. But when you add that being on edge yeah. that caffeine does to you – Yeah. There are these uh, pre workouts and these supplements and all this other stuff that we take throughout the day? I mean, my testosterone levels being through the roof right now help with the lack of stress. I'm, uh-huh. I'm based on the things going on in my life versus uh, how bad they could be. I'm in a pretty good spot. Yeah, but I, but I get it, and I know that that lack of sleep and yeah. trying to stay awake and all that. I've been doing the little things like you've suggested. I get up and I go walk around outside. I try to get some sunlight. Mm -hmm. All that stuff helps. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, it does. Um, The the caffeine. So I want to talk on another show about how caffeine works. And it's been a while since I've studied that. So I need to go back and and really put some effort into um, reviewing all of that. But it makes sense why that could contribute to um, stress and anxiety. And I was definitely over caffeinated. And I know that uh, based on just my own personal experiences, that I don't metabolize caffeine near as fast as probably even you do. Um, so and, you know, most of the time, if I do any sort of like major caffeine intake, it's before a workout. And I had not I'd been on my feet all day that day, but I had not uh worked out and when i i was in the in a vehicle and so i would have to pull over um so back to some of the things that you can do um take your socks and shoes off and put your feet in grass and this just kind of grounds you back to where you are And then I did some breathing techniques that I know of, and it would help in the moment. But as soon as I got back in the vehicle and, you know, it's kind of like those thoughts started ruminating again. I was, it was just coming and going in waves. Um, so I'll get into the breathing stuff in a minute, but back to cortisol. Cause, um, so some people have low cortisol in the morning and elevated cortisol in the evening. So this will mess up your sleep. And those people have uh, I think a tenfold increase uh chance of having depression and anxiety.
1: So we've got a question here on the Guns and Gear Text Line. And hey, if y'all got questions, seven six nine-241-1944 is the Guns and Gear Text Line. The phone line is 601-879-0002. Uh, unknown Texture here says, can one expect uncomfortable <laughs> symptoms after switching to a more balanced, healthy diet? I, I I did not. You know, kind of, I guess, you're transitioning off carbs. Some people will, uh, will, will say there's a thing like the keto flu. Yeah. And I, if you go cold turkey I, I, out of it, you know, you're going to feel a little weird as your body transitions to burning fat instead of burning carbs for energy. You'll have a little lull there. But it shouldn't last more than a day or two.
2: So... It'd be interesting to know more about what this caller is actually asking. Are they male or are they female? Um, And what do they mean by uncomfortable? So yes, you absolutely, if you were going from an ultra processed diet to a whole foods diet, your body has been hiding or uh, storing a lot of toxins for a long time and as you move into a whole foods diet those toxins are going to come out from their little hiding spots into the into your bloodstream and that can cause you to feel really yucky headaches nausea um, and it can increase anxiety. Sometimes if women go too low carb, it can cause things like anxiety, um, hair loss, if they have thyroid issues, it can really exacerbate these things. So on the front end for a couple of days, you may not feel very well. But trust me when I say when you get past the I mean, Think of it like you are detoxing off of a drug because you are detoxing off of drugs. These hyper palatable, high sugar, ultra processed foods, they are very much activating all those sensors that drugs do. And so you've got to detox off of that. And the front end does not feel very good for some people. Some people there's no, they don't notice it at all. Um, but once you get to the other side, man, you're like, Oh, I didn't know I could feel this good. I didn't know the sky was this blue, the grass was this green. Mm-hmm. So, uh,
1: all right, we got another question here. Can Allison recommend any certain brand of vitamins, minerals? Some brands are better than others, some brands have synthetic materials in them. Uh, is, is there a go to that you feel like is the best option?
2: There are several. Um, in fact, let's see. Integrative Therapeutics um, is a reputable brand. I'm not sure if you have to order that through a practitioner or not. Um, my clients, we generally use a company called Designs for Health. And I love Designs for Health because they are always up to date with the latest research. They have highly bioavailable um supplements, which means that they do all the right things to make sure that your body is going to absorb these nutrients most. Uh, and they use they they take these supplements from the earth um, versus the synthetic lab made quote unquote vitamins that your body doesn't even know how to use anyway. Um, you are just going to pee most of those out. Um, so <clears throat> designs for health is And I can post a link to that brand in the uh, Facebook page. So the Whole Story Health Hour Facebook page, I'd be happy to do that. And that's a great question. I'll come back with some other recommendations as well.
1: All right. Let's take a break real quick. And we'll be right back on the Clay Edward Show with Allison Noe. It's our Whole Story Health Hour right here on 1039 W-Y-A-B. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. It's our whole story health hour. This segment is going to be brought to you by Lakeland Glass and Tent. Get over to Lakeland Glass and Tent today for all of your automotive, home and business window tinting needs. If you need your automobile glass replaced, they can get you taken care of there as well. Not just windshields either, man. My dad had a door a door window in a vehicle break out. Uh, a a a dog. His dog broke it out somehow or another. <laughs> anyway, uh, they can do those too. I wasn't even aware of that. I called Jason. Hey, can I get a back glass for a, a back door glass for a Yukon? A He's like, Yeah, absolutely. I was like, Oh, so you do more than windshields, which I should have known that. It's called glass, not really called windshields. It's Lakeland glass and intent. I guess I should have just known, but. Uh, as life goes, I did not. I just assumed they did windshields. So I learn something new every day. So if you have another window in your vehicle break out or get cracked or whatever the case may be, uh, they can get you taken care of. They also do vehicle wraps and more. So check them out. They're doing ceramic coatings now, too, on vehicles. Uh, so that's a big deal there. They're using Expel, which is the premier vehicle tent and wrap out there. And they're like whatever the top dog presidential, five-star uh dealer you you can be, they're all that with Expel. So check them out, good folks, com, where quality matters. Give them a call today, 601-946-1000. All right, Allison, what uh, what have we got going on over there in the world of stress and anxiety relief?
2: Well, um, I actually know the guys at Lakeland Glass and Tent. They are I know great you do. Guys. They're uh, good friends of Tyler's, but they did my tent, and they're going to replace my glass because uh, – my, my actual windshield because um, – about a week after I got my this new lease, of course, I got a rock that <laughs> that uh, messed my windshield up. So anyway, yeah, they do a great job. Um, okay, so yeah, so let's talk about breathing. Um, <clears throat> so when we inhale, that actually activates um, what's called the, the parasympathetic response. So that's going to be your more stressful response. So this, um, the inhale alerts the heart to the heart rate to speed up, whereas the exhale does the opposite. And no, I get, I get those backwards. It's the sympathetic response. Anyway, not important. Um, so. If you are feeling really anxious or nervous or stressed or notice that your heart rate is elevated, if you will take a, an inhale through your nose and then exhale for longer, preferably out of your mouth, um, this is going to, in that moment, decrease your stress responses. So there is actually um I forget what Dr. Huberman calls it, but there's a way that you can breathe. So, you know, when I think I may have mentioned this before, but, you know, when a kid really works themselves up and they're crying and they do this whole, you yeah. know, uh, ventilating. Yeah. So that is actually a way that will help calm you down. So if you are. In that moment, just feeling super stressed or anxious. If you will take two sharp breaths, inhale through the nose. And then an aggressive, long exhale out of your mouth, this is going to instantaneously help you calm down. And I was trying to focus on some breathing Saturday. I don't think my brain ever got back around to that. Um, but I wish I had because I was actually practicing that on the way here and felt automatically um, calmer. And here's the thing. Um, have these things, especially if you experience a lot of anxiety and or panic attacks, have, have these little tricks in your notes section on your phone because it, this is happening in your mind and it triggers. These physiological responses throughout your body, which is why a lot of people feel a panic attack throughout their whole body. But if you are trying to use your mind in a state of panic to overcome your mind, a lot of times that's not going to happen. It's yeah, not yeah. going to work.
1: I turn to music.
2: But if you can instead allow your body by doing some of these breaths, allow your body to turn down these mechanisms in your mind, um, then you can start to get some pretty quick relief.
1: All right. So somebody texted in on the Guns of Gear text lines. It's called pursed lip breathing techniques.
2: Pursed lip tech.
1: Lip breathing technique. So,
2: I have not heard of that.
1: So we'll uh, we'll check into that. Yeah. Um. The breathing definitely helps. Yeah, just take a second, count from ten backwards, take some legitimate deep breaths, get your rhythm, your heart rhythm back in in into check, Mm -hmm. calm down a little. I tell you what, man, like when you when you have a, it's like a shot of adrenaline sometimes. That's the best way I can describe it. And and you're sitting still, and something scares the crap out of you, and you get the heart rate jumps up Mm -hmm. really really fast, or a car pulls out in front of you, or you see a car wreck happen in front of you. You know, it's like your heart skips a beat and it gets out of rhythm. <clears throat> and it just gives, causes your stress to go up. You feel weak in your knees, just everything. And you know, it's like, all right, I got to c- gather my composure for a second here. That's kind of the adult equivalent to what you're, ta- what you're talking about, in my opinion. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it takes a minute. It's like, right, I got to just pull over on the side of the road here
2: and breathe. But, and breathe. There, there's a, a reason why people, when, when you're stressed, you hear people say, okay, just breathe. Because. If you are needing to actually fight or flee, you need all of those stress mechanisms to keep rolling, right? So you can go, but your respiratory rate's going to be increased.
1: Well, think about how, like how exhausted you are when you, when you come back down to it. Yeah. Like you, you're the amount of, and, and keep in mind, I'm just using the example of not even moved physically. Like you're just sitting down in, a, in your car or whatever. Or when you come back down from a high-stress deal, it's like your body uses so much energy Mm -hmm. to fight that fight-or-flight off or whatever – that you're exhausted when you're done. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I just need to lay down. Yeah. I mean, like stress really does lead need, lead you to needing more sleep.
2: Yes. Yes, it does. Um, and, and what we tend to do as a society is I'm super stressed. I have all these deadlines. I got, you know, kids play baseball 42 nights a week. And like, there's just never any time. So we sleep less, but you are not going to overcome the effects that are being t- had on your body. If you do not prioritize rest prioritize rest allow your body to come back to homeostasis that is his number one job to come back to to baseline and we prevent that from happening over and over and over again because we choose a super stressful life and this is this plays such a massive role in chronic disease life is going to be stressful are you going to make it a priority to allow your body the opportunity to recover from that um so that's a great point
1: yeah um so i just keep going back to sleep here it is amazing how sleep controls so much of our stress levels Uh, i was telling you i had a friend going through a really high stressful personal situation and nobody's sleeping good Everybody's waking up in panics. It's, just, it's a lot of sleep being deprived. I'm like, man, just everybody needs to get a good night's rest over there. Yeah, That'd be a great starting point for getting things back to baseline, getting things back to normal mm-hmm. is get a good night's sleep, get a good day's sleep, whatever you need to do. But lay down, take a deep breath, get some rest, and yep. and, and wake up and then start trying to tackle the problems with a clear head. Yeah, yeah. Know, and, and a good night's sleep.
2: And that can be, that can be difficult if something, if a major event has just happened and, you know, your body has got a lot of trauma to work through, um, you're going to get these hits of adrenaline and cortisol when you need to be sleeping. So it's going to make it harder. And so, uh, again, what are some of the things that we can do to help promote good sleep? You know, eating the right foods, getting that morning sunlight, um, cutting off overhead lights and electronics before bed, you know, an hour or so before bed, really allowing your body to prepare for rest. Supplement magnesium and L-theanine. Um, those both can help with stress and uh, help promote sleep.
1: Yeah. Um, magnesium. It's funny you bring that up because I, I run out and I forget. To, it's one of those that because I don't feel an immediate deal when i take it yeah you know it's something that once it kind of gets into your bloodstream a little bit it seems to work a little better but yeah, i take it and it's amazing how much better i rest and i wake up the next morning i'm glad you brought it up i'm gonna go get some today when i wake up the next day i don't feel like i've been in a car wreck mm-hmm. i'm not sore like i'm right now I'm Sore, i got like a crick in my shoulder or something yeah and like top of my neck area but it's amazing when you take that magnesium you wake up and your body. i i say I'm tense and tight, but I know it's from not really sleeping good. Even I may have slept, but I my body didn't rest good.
2: Yes, yeah, there are different levels of sleep for sure. And you, if you stay in light sleep all night and you're not getting into those deep and those REM sleep cycles, yeah, you are gonna feel the effects both cognitively, emotionally, and physically. Um,
1: so you said magnesium. What was the other one?
2: L-theanine.
1: Um, L-theanine.
2: I was, I, was, I, was L-theanine. I was texting Kim this morning, and and so okay, so. I don't know if I should go into this because this could be a little bit deep, but GABA or GABA, G-A-B-A, um, is a neurotransmitter that helps with calmness, and so I was having trouble sleeping um, a couple of months ago. And so I started supplementing a different kind of magnesium and using a, a, ga- a GABA supplement. And so I was talking to Kim this morning, and she said, I really like taking the precursor to GABA, so that I, my, I'm not taking something in place of my body making it. And that precursor is L-theanine. And so that can really help with the calming effect and also can help you um, get a good night's sleep. Some other supplements that may help um, with anxiety. And you're going to need to do a little bit of research because there's an optimal level. And then if you go over that optimal level, can kind of have a reverse effect. Um, so always talk to, you know, whoever your medical professional is or a functional medicine uh, practitioner. But rhodiola. And don't ask me how to spell that. Um, I will look that up another time. Phosphocetyl serine or PS for short. So those are two that have, um, been shown to help with stress and anxiety. Um, fish oil, taking a high quality fish oil or omega three supplement has many, many benefits, but it does also help modulate or regulate, um, stress responses. And then ashwagandha um, can, that one's still kind of in the air. It's been seen to have positive effects in animal studies, but maybe some different effects in human studies. So, um, but those are just a couple. And then again, like clay keeps emphasizing because it is so important, prioritizing healthy sleep habits, um, making sure that you're eating a healthy diet and it, and if anxiety is an issue for you, then it, like me and I'm taking a hard look at my caffeine intake. Is this something that I need to reduce dramatically or maybe back up off of altogether? And that does not make me happy because that is one of my pleasure points. I really enjoy caffeine, but it is not worth it if this is going to be a continued event for me.
1: And in, in a minute or less, what is a good supplement for caffeine?
2: Uh, rest, meditation, yeah. sunlight.
1: And, uh, uh, I, <laughs> i tell you something I've replaced a lot of my caffeine with is the kratom. You know, it gives me that little kind of natural boost of energy and, and whatnot. I'm, again, I'm not shilling for kratom here, but I just know things that have worked for me. It also has helped with my anxiety. And I look at it as like a natural herb, vitamin, basically. I mean, it's a yeah, plant. Yeah. You know, so that is something that has helped me a lot here personally. But sleep more than anything. Mm-hmm. You know, get that And if you're sleep.
2: struggling with sleep, I know that sucks to hear uh, But again, the more you can practice these healthy sleep habits And work on getting that back on track um, And if you need some help with that, reach out to me I'd be happy to help you uh, prepare prepare those habits
1: so, uh, James, stay on hold We'll come right back to you on the other side of this break As we come back to land the plane for the day On the Whole Story Health Hour With Clay Edwards and Allison Noe Right here on 103.9 WYB. when necessary welcome back into the clay edward show We're live here in the mac hiker fluid studios with alice and Noe for a whole story health hour we had a caller sent on hold so let's go straight to him as we land the plane hey caller you got about a minute uh you're on there
0: yeah uh i was just gonna say uh i don't know why she never mentioned calcium calcium is a natural tranquilizer can you hear me yes calcium is a natural tranquilizer Calcium also helps regulate the beat of your heart. And, you know, if you ever watch any old black and white movies, a lot of times you'll see in the movie that the people come down and get a glass of milk before they go to bed. People used to really do that because it helped them sleep better. Have you ever seen that?
1: Yes, sir. Hey, I'm going to hang up, we're going to answer that as we go off the air here. Thank you for listening today, and thank you for calling. Sure. Uh Uh-huh. Allison?
2: Yeah, I guess if you have a calcium deficiency, um, and back then milk was much purer, right? Right now I wouldn't recommend drinking a glass of conventional milk before you go to bed because it's going to elevate your glucose levels. And it's been so highly pasteurized that I don't, it actually depletes the bone of calcium. It's not a good source of calcium and that, uh, calcium. Um, yeah. So actually one thing I was going to mention is making sure that you have, um, proper electrolytes. So that's a uh, calcium, magnesium and sodium, um, and so a lot of people benefit from staying stable from uh, making sure that they're supplementing electrolytes. Um, but I haven't looked into the literature on calcium and, and immediate, uh, panic attack or anxiety. I'll have to look into that. Um, so thank you for bringing that up. All right. We got about
1: 20 seconds here. How can they find you?
2: Um, yeah. So. Facebook, join the Facebook group, Whole Story Health Hour, uh, 103.9 WIB, or I'm on Facebook, Allison Lee Noe, or uh, Instagram. All
1: right. Uh, Jameson get up next. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Podcast available shortly. Search Clay Edwards Show.